Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hashtag no music, no intro. Saints Block Party Podcast. In case you want to see a little something, something different. Finally, the Saints Block Party Podcast t-shirts have arrived. They are next to me, a huge box. A big shout out to Purple Monkey. A big shout out to John Like Snow, aka Devin, for helping Ryan and I get linked to a, a printing company that, that wasn't charging astronomical rates. So all 55 t-shirts for the Saints Block Party podcast is are in. Um, I will be shipping out t-shirts starting tomorrow to everyone who's going to be at the Houston Texans meetup, which is going to be this upcoming weekend for the Texans Saints game. If you're going to be at the meetup and you already paid for your shirt, I am shipping your t-shirt out and they should arrive either by Friday or Saturday in time for the meetup or in time for the game. If you're not wearing a Saints jersey, um, everyone else work on getting those shipped out when I come back, when I'm back in town following week so it's gonna be a lot of shipping work with me thanks for everyone who has paid um so we're we're just glad that our, our merch is it's in we're glad that we can start shipping them out yeah. um it feels good it feels good before we before we dive into this i i, I lost a i lost a fantasy football bet so i got a i made a pro i made a bet gotta 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 honor it so i gotta say on the podcast that nicole boudreau is the best fantasy football player i have ever played against <laughs> there we go just 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 the best like literally i've never played against a better fantasy football player ever um i'm not gonna add in had i played zach moss instead of jonathan taylor i'm not gonna add that in I'm not gonna add, oh but I, anyway so i i am a man of my word i i, I lost the bet so it is on the podcast, me saying that Nicole Boudreau is the best fantasy football player I've ever played against. Moving you know, on. Zach Moss be bust, busting out 80-yard touchdowns. Zach Moss had like 34 fucking points, and he was on my fantasy football team, but I also had Jonathan Taylor, so I played Jonathan Taylor instead. That, that's that's why I, like, I, I, I don't take fantasy football. I don't take like parlay seriously, bro, because like, it, yeah. like it's, it's all just – not all of it's but, chance. Like there's some NFL, skill, bro. Shit, man. Saints Texans. This is a this is a big game. This is being we going to game, bro. Little mini meetup. It's gonna be at least I think like fourteen Dang. of us there all together in one section. Got the Houston Texans in at two and three. A feisty Houston Texans team. Very feisty. Um, and just you just look at them. Like tra- trajectory, bro, just looks like it's just, just going straight up. Mm-hmm. That's what having a young stud at quarterback can do for you, bro. Like it changes the game, Brian. Changes the game for you. Um, changes they're, in two, they're in two and three. CJ Stroud for a rookie is playing great. He is even my impression of him as a prospect. He has far exceeded that. Like 
Yeah. Like far exceed that. Look, looks like the best, the best rookie drafted quarterback thus far. If we're being real, like it's early, right? right. It's early. Yeah, but he like, looks. I think you know him and Anthony Richardson are kind of right. battling now. But and, and, and Richardson has the, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But like just pound for pound, like CJ Stroud, bro. It's like I just finished watching. I was just watching the uh, Houston Falcons game just to kind of get a look at him. I'm just like, man, this dude just so poised. Poised, his, Ryan. He's his poised. Pocket, his pocket presence is for a rookie is just unbelievable. Like it he's is, unfazed in a pocket. He stands there. Ball coming out, boom. You know what I'm saying? As soon as he hit that back foot, he's not looking fidgety in the pocket or nothing mm-hmm. like that. He's accurate, bro. Like, so accurate, like, in that little intermediate area over the middle. Um, just a that lot to he, like about him. That touchdown he threw to Dalton Schultz, bro. Oh, man. Great, bro. Great. They have a nice little rhythm going, too, him and Dalton Schultz. They do. They do, man. Thing, like, the Titans don't have, like, these tons of, like, outstanding Texas. weapons, but they got, like, a good Texas, yeah. Got, yeah. got a lot of like solid guys, like just solid professional playmakers. Football you players, know what I'm right? Yeah, they got Nico Collins, Robert, like Robert Woods, John Mechie. They drafted Xavier Hutchinson, the rookie. Uh, their bell, their bell cow is is Damian Pierce. Their, their offense essentially kind of runs through him, and then mm-hmm. out from that. But like you, and then Dalton Schultz, who was a really good player for the Cowboys, who they they didn't bring back, and they. The Texans signed him at a steal of a deal, bro. Like, just cheap. The Saints go in off of blanking the Patriots 34 to zero. The vibes are feeling a little, little more immaculate. The vibes are feeling, feeling pretty good, a little better than they have been. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, 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 game, this game scares me a little bit, Ryan. The game, yeah, bro. This game scares me. And I, I think. For me, the biggest thing in this game that scares me is, and I, I think back to that Texans preseason game, and I know with the preseason game, there's only so much you can take from a preseason game. But D'Amico Ryan's, sorry, yeah, Ryan, I always forget if it's Ryan's or Ryan, but it's with an S. D'Amico Ryan's had a backup defense just playing so cohesive as a unit, yeah. and. Pete Carmichael called a better game. The off the Saints offense played better last week. They got they got a test for them coming on on Sunday. Absolutely, bro. And look, the Falcons, like Arthur Smith threw a lot at this Texans defense. A lot of motion, a lot of trick plays, a lot of, you know, ghost motion and stuff like that. You know, uh, it was a lot they threw at him. And, you know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Um, but like this Texans defense, bro, it's like it's not a great defense, but it's like uh, everybody is moving to the ball. They're forcing fumbles. They gain tackling. Um, it's one of them defenses you got to go have your work cut out for you. You know what I'm saying? Like offense gonna have to be patient. Um, and you know they can't make no mistakes, bro. Like mm. you can't go to this defense and start doing stupid stuff like fumbling the ball. They'll, We've been kind of fortunate. Off, they'll, they'll feed off on it. They feed off that, bro. Like. So it's it's gonna be one of them things like man, can the Saints maintain what they sort of starting to establish with the, against the Patriots? Right. Can they keep it? Can they keep it fresh? Run the ball, Pete Carmichael. Re- run, run the ball. The ball. Run the ball. Just run. Run the ball, bro. Like, 
And it's crazy because, you know, we used to be like, ah, you know, throw the ball, but it was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, like protect the off, protect the defense. Elm Kamara, when you watch him, bro, like to me, like there was that one play where he was running to the to out of bounds, then he just like turned. Yeah. Yes. Came up. That's Elm Kamara. That That's an AK, man. Like that, bro. That's an AK. We, know, <laughs> we getting that Elm Kamara? Come on. Guy. And, and and we didn't talk about this during the the recap pod. I, I don't. I want to say someone in the Discord mentioned it. Maybe it was, maybe it was Mitch. I don't know who it was. So I apologize for not knowing off top. But the emergence of Kendra Miller, if this continues, and him being able to build off his performance he had against the Patriots, mm-hmm. that can add a lot to the defense. Because then what you could do is you could put Kendra in the backfield as a runner as a runner. Right. Have AK in the slot. Are they running the ball? Are they passing the ball? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, that's what a, the element of him continuing to emerge could bring. Or you just flip it around. Maybe you have AK in the backfield. Maybe you have Kendrick Miller out, you know, on the, on the, on the slot or something like that. Right. Or it, those are the things that Pete Carmichael can kind of add on and, and, and build off of um, to the offense with, with this personnel. Looking yeah. at the Texans defense, one, one thing I know that's going I know that's gonna happen in the game, bro, because we're gonna be there. Saints legend. <laughs> who is who is this bro? Sheldon Rankins, Ryan? I was doing the shimmy. <laughs> We caught the clip just there, bro. <laughs> I know that nigga's gonna get us on Sunday, bro. I know it. You know, you know, I know it. <laughs> I know it in my bones, Ryan. <laughs> only because, only because I could not stand that man as a prospect. We drafted him. He had a season and a half of of a, of a good bro. season. You nothing said. I need I need number ninety in this game. I need him to show Sheldon Rankins what a what a first round defensive tackle pick looks like, bro. Hey, I need listen. him exploding through the offensive line. I need it, bro. I need it because I I know I Sheldon it, gonna get a sack. He gonna get at least one sack on Derek Brock. Oh, yeah. You already know. Bro. You already know. Former anyway. Saint Sheldon Rankins. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the thing, though, like, they've been really good with keeping that middle area of the pocket for C.J. Stroud clean. Mm. So, like, we're going to need Breezy. We're going to need, you know, Big Blinky and all of them to collapse that Cost, pocket, man. Cause, cause cause havoc, Stroud, man. Stroud looking comfortable in that motherfucker. He's comfortable back there. And he's, you know, we same thing when he was coming out. He didn't run a lot. I was about to ask even you now, that. Even now, when he runs, he's usually running a throw. throw. You right. know what I'm saying? So, um, but that's still something that's in this game that he could pull out at any moment. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be aware of that. So this is, here's the thing. Here's a question I'll ask you because I've noticed this a lot. And maybe it's a defensive coordinator thing of when sometimes, right? Not all the time, but when I noticed this with DA, especially with when they, when they played Bryce Young against the Panthers, they threw a lot of zone at Bryce Young, right? Mm-hmm. My 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 guess is you throw a lot of zone at a young quarterback to see if they can read the zone properly 
go through their progressions and find out where the ball needs to go. Because if they're, if mm-hmm. they're taking long to go through the zone, in theory, schematically, the defensive line should be able to get there in time and cause pressure or sack, what have you, right? Right, 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 right. When you have a quarterback like C.J. Stroud, who is a rookie, and Bryce Young, you know, is no, you know, he can scramble, he can move around, what have you. They're different type of scramblers. I wonder in this game, does D.A. Tr- would D.A. try to t- attack the Texans' offense the same way, right? In terms of trying to play more zone, so that C.J. Stroud has to read the defense. I would be so it, it's a it's a it's a tricky thing because it's like okay if, if they blitz and if D.A. sues the blitz. And you're a man, and let's say that blitz doesn't get there, and the blitz comes up the middle, and yeah. there's no one playing contain on the edge. That's a quick boom or a quick yeah. boom, right? That's why, that's why I don't get that's why I don't get paid the big bucks to call to call defensive yeah. teams and games, bro. It's, not, it's it's hard. It's hard to to. And obviously, it's not going to play. They're, they're not going to play one defensive scheme all game. They're going to they're going to mix it up. But it's just yeah. be interesting to. Of what they would play primarily on Sunday against the Texans, and they got to be aware of those uh those bootlegs, those rollouts. Mm. He does that a lot, you know. He, you know, uh, I don't know who their offense coordinator is, uh, but he's from Bobby. That. I just I have it up on uh, our lads, Bobby Solwick, who's the first from time on Tree. So a lot of that bootleg stuff and all that. So. You know, they're going to set the edge. They're going to be aware. You might see Cam Jordan running this little run trying to get to the Bruh, quarterback. I, I, I've seen that so many times in my life, Ryan. Here's the thing that here's the thing I don't want to see, and I've been seeing it too much. When that play happens, I don't need to see Zach Bond on the field trying to stay with a, a tight end, bro, or running back. Uh, I don't need to see it. I, I uh, don't need to see it anymore. Please stop exposing me to this. I don't want to see it, bro. <laughs> And speaking of tight end, bro, Don Schultz, like, hey, they got to have a game plan for this guy. That, yeah. That's the guy he wants to go to, bro. So I don't know who you – I don't know if you put a line to you, put a corner on him, mm. you put a safety on him, it's Tyran or – Nope. I don't know. You bragging nope. him? Nope. I don't know. I don't know. If I don't bragging. know. I, if it – I mm, – that's a good one. If it was me, I'm putting a line on him. Because, right, you and, – and you, you have – you have your two starters. You have Paulson Adebo. You have Marshawn. You have. I'm saying Alante. Make sure what, what's his number. Make sure 86. Don't take over this game. Can't right. take over this game. Like he, he's your responsibility. Cause um, when because that zone coverage, he gonna eat that zone up, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And make it simple for Stroud. Stroud gonna be like 86 set. Right Boom. Yeah. Um. The Texans seemingly got healthy on their offensive line, kind of all at the same time. They they have Laramie Tunsil, um, Tyus Howard, Shaq Mason. They have a, a pretty decent offensive line. They're, you know, it's it seems like they very solid, very solid. Um, we, we're talking all this about tight end and, and CJ Stroud. For me, though, it all depends on what they're able to do and how they contain Damian Pierce. If the Saints defensively can kind of continue to play stout run defense. And honestly, the only game that they did not have stout run defense was the atrocious um, Bucks game. game. Outside of that game, everything. Outside of that game, they have been stout run defensively. If they can continue that, listen, as as much as good as C.J. Stroud has been, at the end of the day, he's he's a rookie and he's a young player. 
If I'm a defensive coach, I'm saying I'm taking away the run game. The rookie got to beat me. Like, I need to see it. Like, yeah. I'm putting it on the kid to be better than my defense. And the right. cards will fall how, how they may. And say what you want about the Saints. I put money on this secondary against anybody, bro. Like anybody, it's a it's a good secondary. Can you thank you for bringing that up? I'm, I'm watching the Niners thrash the Cowboys on Sunday, like everyone else was, right? And the, the, that that's it. those are the games where it's just like you you can't be happy either way, bro. It's like, yeah. uh, right? But it just pops in my head, man. Like. I want to see how our team, how our defense would go against 49ers offense. That's it, bro. Just, That's it. That's a tweet. Just want to see. Just want to see. <laughs> 25,000 views of this fucking tweet later. Everyone's in my fucking mentions. Oh, well, that means that the Saints offense would have to be against the 49ers defense. I was not talking about that. I just want to see the Saints defense against the 49ers office. That is football porn. Uh, oh, well, technically, then you see that matchup last year. The Saints held them to 13 points. Oh, my God. Brock Purdy didn't play, right? I was at the game. I was there. Thank you. Brock Purdy didn't play. Marshawn was not healthy. We didn't have Brian Breeze on the defense. I want to see it. It's it, just like I wanted to see our defense for one snap against the Kansas City offense in preseason. I still firmly believe that the Saints defensively have one of the better defenses in the NFL. And the NFL to me is that to prove your worth, you got to go against the best and show it. So I know that the Saints don't play the 49ers this year. And I know that the only way that they could play against the Niners offense would be in the playoffs. I'm just talking in a vacuum. I wanted to see the Saints defense against yeah. the fucking Niners off. Every fucking sure. body had to add their own little fucking spin to it. Shut up. <laughs> what is talking up, about that, bro? What what up, man? <laughs> I mean, X. Oh, God. <laughs> it was awful, bro. It's awful. Well, I wanted, well actually. That's what, and I, I just, I just want, because here's the thing. I think, the, I think the Saints defense, like, I think they, I think they would make, I think they would do better than people expect. We saw a lot. Again, I'm, I'm phrasing this because it was a different quarterback. Jimmy G is not Brock Purdy. Marshawn was not healthy. But I think that they could stimmy the Niners' offense to a degree. And I just want to see it, yeah. bro. That's it. That's it. Oh, to yeah. be the I man, agree, you got you got to beat the man. I know. And I, if you have confidence as a fan in your team, whatever it is. Then you you want to see them go against the best. I remember that that Chiefs game that came to the Superdome. Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs won that game. The Chiefs made enough offensive plays to win that game. But leaving that game, like I felt like I was like, damn, like our defense is good, man. Like they, for, I remember that game. Trigger Trade was putting it on. Patrick Mahomes, bro, was, like, just bro. beating he that was. left. What was it? Eric Fisher at that point? I don't even know who the left tackle was. I, just giving them the work. Um, nah, man, and, and Patrick had to do, like, amazing things. Amazing On things. third down. Every time he was on third down, every time. Third and long, too. It was like, okay, we got him in third and long. <laughs> and then he'll do that old man scramble. <laughs> <laughs> 
told the ball just. Ah, damn, man. <laughs> I just want to see it, man. And 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 so, sorry, sorry. I, ta- I had to get that tangent out because it was bothering the fucking shit. I was cracking up. <laughs> how can this Saints offense? How how should we talked about the run game? Here's here's a matchup. I, I went on the tangent about Sheldon Rankins, Will Anderson. Versus Trevor Penning, or they may they may flip it and they might put Will Anderson against Ramcheck, and it depends on which Ramcheck version you get. What how Ram's knees is going to hold up on Sunday? Just depends, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I want them to have a plan for Will Anderson as a pass rusher that isn't essentially just figure it out, right? And not now, and I am not saying Will Anderson is anything like number 11 booty bandit on the Cowboys, right? But the game plan that Kyle Shanahan put in place to completely wipe away uh, Michael Parsons from the game on Sunday, bruh. Oh, my God. If you want to talk about a coaching masterpiece, bruh. Kyle won that game, determined that your best defensive player is not going to be the sole reason that he wrecks our offense. Right. Right. Uh, and it, it's easier said than done. You have to have the talent. You have to have the personnel to do it. You also have to have yeah. a, a, a play caller or a game planner wise enough to do things that can, that can make sure it's be done. But yeah. at almost every play, someone like two people was on 11. He was not going to disrupt the game. Will Anderson kind of scares me a little bit because he's the the perfect profile, the pass rusher that even though Trevor Penning's gotten better or even Ramchuk, doesn't even matter really. Like you could see them just having that one play. Yeah. Sack, sack fumble, something like that. Um, but how, how, how would you, how should they attack this Texans, this Texans defense? I mean, just from what I've seen, um, you can't run the ball against this Texans defense. That's mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, and and as the pass game goes, like they have a decent pass rush, but it's not something. But at the same time, we've seen our offense, you know, fall victim to even not great pass rushers. Right. So I think if you could block it up, you could win. Um, they play a lot of like you know too deep, you know too shell and stuff like that so i think we got to keep the pressure on pete to get those routes in the middle ground middle of the field please please michael thomas i think is getting himself got himself healthy to the point where he's not old mike but he could do some of those special things yeah yeah give me some slants we used to call him slant boy get a man some slants bro give me some slants man over the middle like those were money plays bro give me three slants Three in this game. Three slants. Over the middle. There was that one Derek caught through. It was over the middle and it was it was high, but you know, Mike Thomas, he's gonna go oh, up and get it. He got what, hit. what an amazing what an amazing adjustment by Mike, man. Yeah. Like give it to him, throw it to him, man. Like those are gonna be the money money throws. And still we need to scheme up some shots. Scheme up them shots to Chris Olave. There's that one that he kind of Drop, you know, people. Some people think it could have been a touchdown if he challenged it. I think he should have challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But keep going there. Like keep right. feeding. Don't don't let Chris Olave fall into this funk because he had a rough game against the Bucks. You know, he kind of had a few mistakes uh, against the New England Patriots. Get him back. You know, get, get, right. Get, get my boy back in the game. Get him back involved. Get some Shahid going. Please. Um, get some. Get some of the big shot. We trying to get everything balanced because the first couple of games it was all big plays. Mm-hmm. Then the next, the Bucks it was all you know just short dink and dunk behind the line of scrimmage against the Patriots. They didn't really have to do much. Just kind of right. keep keep the ball moving. Let's mix it all together. Let's get some deep shots, <laughs> some over the right. middle. Let's get some Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. involved in the pass game and a run game. Um, with Penning, I'm, Nick Ardell, he put out an article today, you know, talking about bad Penning has been in the run game. Um, I haven't, you know, I haven't studied Penning in the run game much. Right. You know, he's he's like, he's just a big ball of clay right now that's just playing, bro. Like, that's it, man. Ain't no technique, ain't no nothing, bro. He just the out vibes. Just, just vibes. vibes, bro. I don't know what you do with that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it'll click at some point. But the run game, even though we ran the well, ball pretty well against the Patriots, I thought the blocking was still pretty bad. Mm. I think there's so much meat left on the bone in the run game, bro. Like with what we got with Kendry and Elvin Kamara, I think there's so much more to be had in the run game. But they just got to figure it out and like execute it, bro. It's just not. That's it. It's not executing well, you know. This is out there just being great, you know. That's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the we do the Texas linebackers. Okay, it's cool. Christian Harris, they're starting Will or weak side linebackers injured, and also, well, I want to I want to read you the linebackers first. Okay, Blake Cashman, Denzel Perryman. At middle linebacker, and then Henry Tutua, who's a rookie linebacker from um, Alabama. I'm Pete Carmichael. If I if I see this is the depth chart, I'm okay, I'm like one. Two. There are n- none of those linebackers <laughs> can bro. keep up with 41 in space. No, no. Can you imagine Sean Payton seeing them linebackers, bro? <laughs> Fool. Mm, just. He pull up the depth chart, bro, just start beating his meat. Just like, oh, got something for him. Got something for him, bro. If I'm Pete, I'm Pete. I am, first, like, first play out the game, bro. Running a, running a choice route. Running angle route. Mm-hmm. Just boom. Have Derek Carr, easy completion, easy throw. Gets their linebacker. Get Like, that's how I would attack this Texans, at least linebacker core. I'm using yeah. AK. Against all, I'm lining. I'm I'm split. I'm having him in the backfield, and then splitting them out wide. Okay, are they are they going with them? Are they a man? Are they a man? Are they a linebacker on them? Shit, run that real route. Like yep. that's how I would exploit this Texans Texas route. Whatever you know, Every, whatever it is. Let me let's talk, let's go to the secondary. Shaquille Griffin, former former uh, Seahawk Seahawk, right? Am I tripping? No, that yeah. was his brother. No, no, uh, it was Jacksonville. Who was he? Yeah, it was Seahawks. Sorry, from yeah, Seahawks, then went to Jacksonville um, with the Texans. He's injured. Um, so the starting cornerback is Kadar Holman. Uh, uh, Jalen Petrie is a great young safety. Like, is yes. a great young safety. They have Jimmy Ward, who's been really good. Who was 
previously with the Niners, um, Steven Nelson at the, at the other cornerback position, and then their nickel, their starting nickel is injured. And so they have a Grayland Arnold. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm, I'm telling the line. I said, I don't, I, if I'm Pete, I'm saying, I don't know how, how often I'm going to call some plays. But when I call plays, y'all got to hold up for Derek Carr. Because our receivers should be able to consistently win their matchups against this Texans defense. This Texans secondary, whether they're in off, whether they're in their man or zone. Like, yeah. that's where the matchups are. Matchups, Saints offense, Texas defense, linebackers, secondary. It's all, to me, it's, it, it's, if this offensive line can, can show that they've continued to improve and gotten better, as we've kind of st- steadily seen, they, they were pretty good in the, in the Bucks game. They were pretty good if in the in the Pats game. Good enough. That can that start continues. Like Saints offense got to should be able to to do well. Derek Carr he still has some throws where it's like, like what what the fuck? Like he got like four or five a game where it's just like, ugh, just like like the one that they didn't call the interception because it hit the ground. But that was an awful throw. Like that was. Yeah. Bad throw, but he also had the throw that to Olave that was like not a touchdown, but probably was. And Olave probably should have came down with it. Yeah, I digress. So that I would say at this point, injured or not, bro, this this is just going to be the Derek Carr experience. Like, yeah, it, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Not going to go down the rabbit hole of was he worth the money? That not doing that. But I think the Saints. There's going to be opportunities for the Saints offense to. Do something against this Texans defense. They just got to do it when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's the thing. I, I want to see Derek Carr just get better, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be his second week, third week off the injury. Right. Practice last week. Should practice this week. Um, I don't know what goes into how he's feeling and stuff like that. But, you know, I just looked at some of the inaccurate passes from this past Sunday. A lot of it's just you know, footwork, mechanics, you know, he has that that hard leading leg, mm. like where it's, it's, it's just kind of hard, like extended on his knee. It's not, there's no bend to it. So that kind of mm. makes you throw high sometimes. Those are things. I don't know how you fix that. I don't know if coaching has to work with that. Like, do the Saints even coach that type of stuff anymore? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, but – I just need to be a little better. I know we, I know, like we expect like perfection with accuracy, but it could Spoiling, be a little better, especially like on third down and stuff like that. So yeah, throws, you just got, you got to hit them throws, bro. You got, you got to hit them, and you, you got to hit them, and you got to get rid of the ball. Like, got to get rid of the ball. All this pad the ball, or about to get your sherm on right now, bro. Or sherm, sherm be hot, hot, bro. <laughs> Bro, I don't. I, I can see it. I can see us on Sunday, bro. You just yelling, throw the ball, just throw the ball, throw, throw the ball. 
let go of that motherfucker. Oh, it's gonna be good, so because I could be able to see the whole field, so it's gonna be a whole thing, right? Um, anything, anything else from this game? How oh, much, bro? We listen. We gonna be out the game. Anything that's meetup related, it's a win. It's don't, a win, bro. Don't I don't need a, I don't need to give a score. It's a win. We we, we great in. vibes. That's it. That's it. Um. So we both have the Saints down winning this game. And here's the thing, man. They went on Sunday. They go they go four and two, and then the next week got a pretty big prime time for the prime time game against Thursday. the Jags. That one worries me, though. That really worries me. Doug Peterson on Zoom. <laughs> I, need, I need to hit my boy John Shipley up next week and have him ask Doug Peterson about the Zoom call, bro. Got to do it. Got to. Got to do it. Uh, Zoom revenge game. Bro. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we wanted to get this out, so we're recording this Tuesday night. I have so much going on tomorrow. I have to pack. I have to get ready. I'm flying out on Thursday. Um, and so it just, it, we, me and Ryan wanted to get it out to make sure that y'all did have a preview pod. Um, we're doing it on Tuesday, so we don't have an injury report. We, we're not talking anything injury related. Um, I will say you, and just last thing I'll hit on, you brought up the whole middle of the field thing. Man, I cannot think of a position group who has been more disappointing this season than the Saints tight ends. Right. I mean, Juwan, even though he's been injured the past couple of weeks, even when he was playing, it was disappointing. Like Jimmy Graham, I don't know what the plan is with him, bro. Like I don't, even, I don't even I feel they like know. I feel like there's meat left on the bone there, bro. Like I think there was one target he had this past week, and it was kind of a bad ball. He reached oh, for it, could get it right. So like, man, we can we get can we pencil in three targets to Jimmy Graham? Can we do that? At least two, awesome. even two. Foster Moreau, yeah, yeah, the nice touchdown, you know, little little shovel pass, man. That shovel pass nearly blew, blew me off my seat, bro. I was like a shovel like, pass. Like what? Pete, Pete, need to go ahead. Bring bring that shit. Bring that shit to Houston, winner, bro. Just just bring it on. Um, but one, make sure this was out for y'all. Um, so y'all had something this week. We. I don't even know how we're going to record the recap on Sunday, but we'll figure it out. Um, but tremendously just, just thank y'all with all these things that are, are, are soon happening. Um, the Houston meetup, the big meetup for the bears game. I think we, I don't even know how many people are coming to New Orleans for that anymore. Bro, I've lost count. Um, only thing that we ask, please, please, please sincerely the last day to RSVP for the Bears meetup for the meetup party in the evening and the brunch in the morning on Saturday, the 4th of November. The last day to RSVP is going to be this Friday on the 13th of October, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have not RSVP'd by this Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for the brunch, the meetup, both, you will not be able to go. Please, 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 RSVP. Um, we we need those hard numbers because we work with venues and places and they need head counts and, and things like that. And it's vital for us to give them accurate numbers. Um, right, like Ryan and I 
we don't do this for a living. We do this on, on a side, but we put our, we put our heart and soul to it and we do so much planning and so much goes into this. So all we ask is if you're going to, if you're planning to attend, just please RSVP by Friday. That, that's it. That's, a, that's a, the, 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 all we, we ask. Um, so it's in the discord. I, we've sent it out via Patreon. Um, it's in the Patreon little community chat app that they've added now. Um, so please RSVP if you plan to attend. Forgot to say at the beginning, but on you, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. I think we're close to 800 subscribers. We should be Almost pretty close. Good. Almost. So if you have not uh, subscribed yet, please do and please like. Um, and that's it, man. Like I said, we, we're going with the Saints win. We're going to be there in person. Going to be lots and lots and lots of pictures. I got to fucking look up to what the fucking camera policy is for that fucking stadium. Um, but thank y'all so much. T-shirts are going out this week and to the others who are not going to be at the Houston Texas meetup next week. We'll be back on Saturday or no, sorry, not sorry. Sunday um, to record the recap show. And that is it. So we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We'll be back with that. We're out. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.